0: If you're the business owner right now that is struggling to have the accountability, to have the structure, it just feels like you're throwing spaghetti at a wall. Then I want to walk you through my foundations program because there are so many of us that aren't getting the leads that we want, that aren't seeing the money that we want, completely maxed out on our time, burning ourselves out when there is a better way. Foundations is my program that allows you to be able to get the direct support, help, and feedback from me personally in a group setting where we can help you push the needle forward, generate that income consistency, and allow you that structure to feel confident knowing how to show up in your business each and every day. For those of you who want more information, go ahead and click the show notes below. And without further ado, back to the episode. You've landed on the Business Conservatory podcast. This is a transparency-driven podcast helping you understand your unlimited earning potential. If you're ready to crush it with your business, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode is going to be so much fun. We spent like a half an hour before this episode even started just shooting the breeze so I can only imagine how fun it's going to be for all of you to listen I have the incredible the talented Emma Parker here Emma thank you for being here thank you for having me I'm so excited (laughs) of course this is going to be so much fun really quick I wanted to just before I dive into the purpose of this I wanted to just give you the floor to introduce yourself if that's okay yes of course
1: I'm Emma Parker I'm based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I am a wedding and lifestyle photographer, really inspired by like connection and love. I also do boudoir with a good friend of mine. So empowering people and celebrating their seasons of life is really what lights me up. Yeah. So I've been doing this for seven years now, one year full time. It's hard to sum up a magical yeah. life in two short It is. Sentences. It <laughs> is. That's what I do. I live in St. Louis with my husband and our five pets. We have the same middle and last name, and everything I do is inspired by that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, the purpose that we're doing this call today, just for all of you listening, is this is an intensive audit. So many podcast episodes that you guys listen to are probably in the space of interviews. There are going to be a lot of questions that I'm asking Emma, really diving super deep into her business. But I had put out kind of an open casting within my Instagram stories, wanting to do these really powerful, really deep dives into people's businesses. Because when you're thinking about hiring on a strategist, you might not know what that looks like. And you might not know what to expect. Is this like coaching? Is this like therapy? Part of the reason why I wanted to do these and part of why I felt that it was so important was I wanted you guys to get a firsthand look about what this could be like for you. And so Emma was kind enough to let me literally look into the inner workings of her business. Like like she said, she's been doing this for seven years. So there's a lot to learn and a lot to kind of like understand about how she owns and operates her business. But more importantly, what I really want her to be able to walk away with is a complete roadmap and a complete clear idea of exactly what she needs to do with her business moving forward. And hopefully some of the things that she mentions to you guys today will be something that you guys can pick up and take and use in your business as well. So before I go any further, Emma, just really quickly, If you were to get one thing out of this call today that would tell you that this was meaningful and everything you needed, what would you want that one thing to be?
1: I would love to just have a direction to go forward. I'm not afraid of or hesitant to spend time working on things I care about. It's just sometimes hard when you're your own boss to know what that looks like and what meaningful steps you could be taking to move along. Mm -hmm. Um, So just having a, a vision, like knowing what I need to do in a concrete way would be so much more helpful than just floating about as I feel like I'm doing now.
0: That makes total sense. So when you, when you say, you know, like needing a direction, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what, what has been your reality the last few months in your business? Like what has that looked like that caused you to say, wow, I could really use a direction right now.
1: So I've been working really hard to try to make my business more presentable to get people to my website more often And I feel like I don't know exactly what the right steps are to take to make that happen the easiest and most organically. So lately, I've spent a lot of time rebuilding blog posts or presenting work consistently in a cleaner way to my audiences. But I just don't know if that's the best use of my time to ultimately get the kind of inquiries from people that I'm best aligned to work
0: with. Okay. And so you spent a lot of time working on these blogs. Tell me a little bit about social media. I think from what I remember, you said that Instagram was your number one referral source. And so it sounds like you kind of did like a, a temporary shift into really diving into blogging. How how has that Instagram game gone for you?
1: So Instagram and referrals from other clients are my two biggest that get people to me. I have that love-hate relationship with social media that I think so many creatives have where I just almost feel like it's less energizing the more I show up. So I struggle with that. And I would love to have a consistent way for other people to find me that isn't reliant on me showing up every single day. And mm-hmm. so I've just been trying to balance that playing field a little bit more because I don't want to be too heavily reliant on Instagram. Yeah, I'm
0: going to be a more balanced gal, but it takes time. One hundred percent. And it's my understanding that in addition to all the blogging, you completely redid your website. Is that correct? Yes, and that was a feat in and of itself. But
1: she has <laughs> a lot. She's up. <laughs> she's up and that's why web designers are expensive because they are gifted and they know what to do.
0: Absolutely. And I don't. So you you went way deep into web design. You hired a web designer. You got that process kind of completed. What has that done if anything for your lead generation?
1: So, I do think I've noticed a little bit of uptick because the website itself looks so much more professional than my previous one. Just because my work has grown so much and my old website felt like it was more attached to the less the less professional serious side of me. If I were a client, I wouldn't want to hire somebody who didn't put that effort in.
0: Mm-hmm. So the
1: new website looks much more composed. And so I have noticed maybe a tiny bit more inquiries, and maybe less of people inquiring without a budget in mind, because I've shared that information more readily. I don't know that it's really given me the fruits of my labor just yet.
0: You know, yeah, it looks good. (laughs) It does look good. I will say I looked at it before this call. I I really appreciated it. And so so with with that, how recently did you make that shift with the website? Like, is it like hot off the press? So I bought a
1: template. I built a template from a designer and I bought it in November and it took me through, I would say June maybe was when it was live. It had the blogs or it's starting Mm. to accumulate that. So it's pretty fresh in the last
0: few months that it's been live. Okay. And then with, with inquiries overall, how many inquiries do you get per month? And how many of those inquiries do you book? Honestly, it's going to vary. Like some months I'll get five inquiries, like if
1: that, and then other months I'll get 10 to 15. Some months I book none. And then other months I'll book two in a week or something Mm -hmm. like that. So this past month I've booked two, Mm -hmm. two months before that I hadn't booked any in March. I booked three In February, January I booked none. So it's, it's that lack of stability. I think that makes the business feel so chaotic because I don't know how to make that more consistent. So I try to give like breath to the fact that it is a bit seasonal, of course. Like, you know, inquiries have their big waves and their smaller seasons, but it is less consistent than I feel like maybe other people are getting.
0: Right. And so of the number of inquiries that you get per month, how many would you say like officially are like done? Let's do it. We're hiring you versus how many like ghost or how many are kind of like lost in the Mm -hmm. shuffle?
1: I would say like Maybe of a pie, like 20% are going to have calls with me to learn more about me. Maybe 10 to 20% are like, it's you. I just need you to give me the information and we'll book. And then I would say probably 60% I never hear back from. And of those 20% who do have discovery calls with me, even some of like a lot of those lately haven't been booking. And that's more rare than not. I'm used to speaking with people and kind of working out. But even in this past summer and spring, I've had a lot of people swap to go
0: to other people that are cheaper or more budget friendly. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And so, so that makes a lot of sense for like kind of what you described as that like kind of chaotic feeling that you felt, where it's just like, oh, I'm getting an inquiry, and it's just like, okay, what's what's the percentage that this is actually going to work out? So it it almost just seems like you're getting hit, like lovingly hit from all sides, where it's just like. <laughs> Uh, I need yes. more consistency everywhere. For me I have to so
1: yeah. recently too, which is just like, I mean, and any kind of ghosting or when it doesn't work out, of course, it hurts a little bit. But I've even had recently several clients who will talk to me and ask me every available date I have within a three month time span. They'll have my investment guide. They'll send me emails for weeks. And at the last minute, they'll swap to someone else. Ooh. But why didn't you talk to me? like if there was yeah. some kind of barrier, I just wish like I don't know how to i don't I don't know what the missing link is because i've I've had people in hardship say, like we love you, we connect with your work. That's my dream client." and they'll say, "But we just can't afford this this amount or whatever it is. Like I've worked with so many of those people that just really want to have me. Why are you running? you know
0: Back. <laughs> right so. Yeah. Okay. Got it. How many of your inquiries do you get on the phone versus just do email back and forth?
1: I, in every initial email, will ask them to get on the phone with me, everyone. And a lot of, a handful of people will fight it. They'll just be like, no, 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 no. Like not now. And I'll just say, you know, if you have questions, like I'm happy to talk with you. I try not to resist giving them the information, but I would say like, it's not my lack of trying. I'm like, let's talk. Like, let's get coffee. Let's hop on the phone. And, and it's very, I, I feel like sometimes so many people are shopping for a vendor that they don't want to, they don't want to go too far with me if
0: they're not going to go with me. And so I can tell when people are keeping me at a bit of a distance, if that makes sense. Yeah. And if you had to guess, like if, if your life depended on you making the absolute best guess possible as to why that is, why do you feel like people are so nervous about making that connection with you?
1: I think, I genuinely think that people are nervous to connect with someone and really, really love and want their work if it's not within their reach or if they perceive that it's not within their reach. And so I think people would rather, I think that less involved, there's so much, there's so much decision fatigue in picking a vendor for everything you need. I think the more, a lot of people on one hand really want to just have it easy peasy and done. But I think other people, they don't want to get their hopes up for something that wouldn't end up working out if they're inquiring with me, knowing that there's a possibility they wouldn't be able to afford the package they want with me. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's one or the other. Either they just don't want the issue of having a phone call or don't want to dedicate the time more than they're already dedicating to weddings and the planning of it, or they just don't want to get their hopes up or mine by talking further.
0: Yeah. So it's almost like, By the way, that was a very astute observation. I not only feel like that's accurate, but I feel like you're coming from a really informed place of like understanding from their point of view, which a lot of business owners don't like they'll, they'll kind of internalize and it be like, what might be my personality? And it might be like that. And they like go inward, which I totally get because that was me. But like, I really appreciate that you really thoughtfully considered it from their point of view. And when you approach it that way, I feel like it's like Infinity times easier to navigate that, and I I really just love the way that you approach that. So, so with that in mind, do you have pricing on your website? Do you have everything a hundred percent on a pricing guide? What's that look like?
1: I have you know the four major categories that I would consider myself good at. So, weddings, couples, family, and maternity. Each of those on like once you kind of dig into that information, it'll show you the starting point for all of those packages. So. Yes, you kind of know, at least at the bare minimum, this is what it's going to be. And so it's there. It's prior, I didn't really have that information so wonderfully like displayed for them available. But when I go to somebody's website and I'm considering hiring them, I want that information before I waste their right. time, or time. So it's there. There's also a bunch of frequently asked questions that I have available. My investment guide, I purchased from a designer, a template.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: so beautiful and informative like it looks good I spent time on it so there's like a plethora of information and I just sometimes wonder if they're just not taking it in because there Mm -hmm. is so much um but it is certainly on the website they can look and at least see this is what we're starting at and going from there
0: so let me ask you this friend to friend and there's no right Mm -hmm. or wrong answer to this so if you're and like I said like this could be a number of different things. So this isn't something that I expect you to have the answer to, but like, you know, in theory, if you're saying that the reason that they're nervous to make a connection to you is because they're worried that they might not be able to do it, but then you clearly outline, well, I I would say loosely outline, like with the starting price on your website, you know, if they felt that that was doable, connect the dots in terms of that. Is that indicating to you that there either needs to be more tra- price transparency or does that indicate to you that there could be another factor at play here? I think the other factor she's in the room with us now
1: is my feel that I'm not worth the money I'm charging, even though I know it's a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. And so my, I think maybe I project that my, my fear is you're not going to think I'm worth this. And therefore I have to make sure that I'm worth this to you. And when they leave for some other person that's cheaper, I'm immediately like, yeah, they didn't think I was worth this. I think that is a big factor in how I feel about it is like I'm I know that I do good work, but I fall into the trap of comparing myself to every other creator in my area. And there are so many talented photographers everywhere. And I have so much love and like reverence for artists. So it's not like I view them and I'm like, oh, I wish I were as good as them. or Oh, they suck. Like, it's not like that at all. But it's like, I could understand why somebody might want to pick somebody else. So it's like, how do I differentiate myself without straying from myself and not showing up honestly? And how do I still hold true to my value when people are choosing apart from me? Like,
0: uh, it's a lot. <laughs> this is the title of the episode, basically. Honest <laughs> to goodness. Honest to goodness. If you didn't even say that, I was going to bring that up today. Because that is something that not necessarily, you know, the girl that's in the room with you that's making you feel that way. Yeah. But the idea of differentiation was something that I was wanting to talk about anyway, too. So I'm just, I'm like beyond <laughs> thrilled that we're in the same wavelength with that. But like, you know, in all seriousness, though, you know, without going too deep into like a therapy aspect, you know, it sounds like you, you really touched on something that a lot of people relate to, which is the idea of like pricing being connected to worth. And you said that like in some way, because she's in the room that has like impacted you, but like in what other ways has that problem impacted you? Oh, I'm working on it.
1: So I'll say that first, but (laughs) there are definitely times where Like I will have strangers ask me for a discount, and I'll be like, "Sure." (laughs) (laughs) What? Like I don't even know you, but I'm like, "You're so (laughs) right I should give you that. You know what I mean? Like I like even today or yesterday, I was telling my Jessa, who I run my business with, the Boudoir business. I had two clients who I've worked with for years, for years, who watch everything I post. I had my last many sessions of the year in July, which one couple booked this couple, these other families saw it multiple times. They did not book. They did not buy it. They both messaged me yesterday asking if I had any available mini sessions for the fall. First of all, how dare you invest in this business? Okay. (laughs) But it's just like, I feel I'm such a tender hearted person. And I, I think what drives me the most in my business and in life is just like, making space for people to have their own experiences and to feel the full array of their feelings. And with all of that is the part of me that's like, I understand that maybe photos aren't always a number one priority that people can pay for. But I, I believe 100% they're so important. And I think it's so it's such a gift to receive and give to have photos of your life photos of seasons, whether they're big or small, it doesn't have to be you getting married or you like having a kid. Like this week I donated my photography to a local artist who created a book and has like done these little events to just promote that book. I've provided my services to them just because you worked really hard on something. You created something meaningful and you deserve photos to remember that. So like, they're so important to me and I want people to have them especially if they connect to my work. But I've always been the person that's like, I will provide for you before I ask for you to provide back for me. And then I run into times in my business where I'm like, okay, I can't afford to live. So we have to figure something out. So it's just like, it's a cycle of just the person that I am and working with that and making her a business bitch. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. (laughs) So first off, holy shit you without even realizing it you literally stated five or six things that completely differentiate you uh on your own I didn't even have to I didn't yeah. even have to ask you what's so funny is I couldn't tell you them now <laughs> I couldn't be like that's yeah, why I wrote them true. down I got you I got you, I, and and I knew I knew because it's so hard for us when we're in this space where we're just like I'm just trying to do this. I'm just trying to do yes. this. I th- I just wanted to be this. All those things are it. So yes. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna help you make this okay. tangible, and we're going to completely differentiate you by allowing you to lean into all these things, which are inherently you. <laughs> Cracks open notebooks. <laughs> Cracks open the notebooks. <laughs> So, so with this, I'll ask you one additional question before I give you those. And that is, what is it like working with you? Like when, when I'm hiring you and I'm like, Hey, like, I can't wait to work together, by the way, like I've literally never had my photo taken before. And I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know what to expect. I I love your work. What, what is it going to be like working together? So before
1: I start. Any kind of session, like if we're in person and it's like our first session together, I always, always, always start with like the same spiel, which is my number one priority is your comfortability. Because if you're comfortable with me, we're going to create something that's authentic to you. So prior to that, I'll ask them, you know, what represents your relationship? I'll send them a questionnaire to learn a little bit more about them. So ideally, the session is already unique to them, what we're doing, where we're at, et cetera. I'll let them know. I'm happy to give posing cues and things like that. A lot of times I'll be hands off because I want you to be yourself. But if you need more direction, tell me. Um, with that though, every single pose, if it's not comfortable, if you don't like it, tell me we'll swap it. And if there's anything in our setting or like a photo you've seen that you really love and you want to bring that in at any point, let me know. Um, And then from there, like I typically try to start off very gently. I'll give them actions more than just like, you know, stand and stop. And then pretty soon from the jump, I love to show them an image of themselves because so many people are very nervous. And I always say the first five minutes are going to be the worst part. The rest of it, like we're just going to have fun. Like we're just here to enjoy ourselves. And so I'll show them what I'm, you know, taking photos of what I'm seeing so that they can see you know, whatever perception I have of myself isn't the same as this person who's witnessing me. So I just try to be very collaborative, like know that you're doing a good job. Like I cheer the heck out of people. Like I want you to feel excited. I want you to feel good. Like I want this to be a space where you don't have to worry about what it looks like, how it looks like, because I've got you and we're just here to enjoy ourselves and be together and connect whether it's with your partner, your family, yourself, like this is just space for that. And so I'm pretty laid back in that way. We'll go through the session, um, however long it takes. I always overshoot. So I always tell them like you tell me because I'll keep you forever. Um, And then you'll be stuck here. And then, you know, we're dating. (laughs) Can't do that. And then um, afterwards, I'll come home. I'll send them a handful of previews just so they can kind of see what they're looking at. I try to do multiple modalities, so like film, digitals, um, disposables, just like for more fun. I love to give variety. So I'll send them a handful of what we've done and then let them see it, chat back and forth through that, and then I'll do the complete gallery and present it to them in a few weeks' time. But once I meet people, I feel like I really invest in them. So I want these people to like love their images. If if they don't love them, I'm going to do them again, which has not happened yet. But it's more about the experience of the person. I do, I go to every session nervous. Like, have I ever done this before in my lifetime? But- (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I really just want it to be a space for them to be seen and like, let that be something that's exciting and not scary. So many people are so afraid to be seen. Like- Yeah. Walk me through that. Why are they afraid to be seen? I think- Like specifically in French press, like I'll speak to working with like vulnerable people in vulnerable like clothing and environments. Like I spoke with one woman yesterday that we photographed and I'll send you those and you'll see them. They're gorgeous. Yes. And she was like saying, you know, I don't look at myself like ever. Like I look at myself maybe once a day when I brush my teeth. And so that's it. I don't have a relationship to this person, like this body. And when we're working with people and being photographed is vulnerable. I get that it's an aesthetic. I get that Instagram and TikTok are huge and social media and photos are big. But letting someone see you and capturing them is so incredibly vulnerable. And so when you're like saying, hey, let me do this. Let me see you and let me have it forever when people aren't used to being seen or seeing themselves or caring for themselves or giving them space. One thing we always say to these people is I'm introducing you to yourself. Like, let's remind you that there's so much more to you than maybe the part of you that doesn't feel attractive. There's so much more to you than maybe the part of you that's like, Oh, I don't like this part of my body, or I don't have the features that we should have. Like, there's so much more to us. And if we can, if you can like, let me in and let me see that, like I can show you that of yourself. It really is. Even if you're clothed, like even I'm sure you've been photographed and I have too. It's even as photographers, it's a lot to be seen. Yeah. It's high death, baby. They see it all, you know? And so to trust somebody with those photos, like that's,
0: it's a big deal. So I try to honor it as a big deal. Oh, You're such a tender human. I can't even. So would you say that those people are like the people, like your soul people, like the people that genuinely need that guidance? Yes.
1: I always think the people who need that most find me because I like, I lived so much of my twenties and teens as like a demon to myself. Like I've done the whole not being my own friend and just hoping that that would make me a better person. And it's just really not the way. And I think when you've walked that path so long, sharing it with others is freeing for you too. So it's like, come to me, like, let me share this experience with you and let me show you what it's like to start the conversation of being your own friend or start the conversation that your life and your memory is meaningful and it matters. Like a lot of people will hide away from that because they don't think they're worth it. So it's that battle like
0: that little war percent <laughs> and so let me ask you this so you and everyone in the audience is totally like just enthralled with you like I can tell because like it, it the passion that you have for like helping these people is just like so tangible and so real and so evident so to challenge you in in a loving way you mm-hmm. know I'd love for you to pull up your homepage. Um, and I'd love for you to take a gander at your homepage. And then in another tab, I'd like you to also pull up your Instagram feed. Okay. Here we go. (laughs)
1: Okay. Here we go. I have your website pulled up. That's what's on my (laughs) home.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to give you about, well, however long you need really. And I'm going to (laughs) have you look mainly at your homepage. And I want you to see of all the things that you just described, how many times do you mention what you just shared with me anywhere on your homepage and there's no right or wrong. It's just identifying little teeny tiny versions of it. You know what I mean? Like
1: something I struggle with is the copy, like getting that, which let me tell you, let me humble myself. I have an English degree with an emphasis in creative writing and I can't do my own copy. I'd be looking at it like, but honestly, it's, they're very, it's very small said, but it's not, it doesn't have the way that you received it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. you like that. Like it says honest photos where you are the art, but that doesn't, that that's like the tip of the iceberg to what I mm-hmm. said. And then like the part portion where it introduces me, it just like shares a little bit about the things I enjoy. Like on that, it says deep connection and cheering you on. But again, that's not really yeah. doing it. And then on Instagram, my bio just says, you're deeply feeling art friend, which I am, but that's, again, it's not like, it doesn't have the same impact. Right. Yeah.
0: One thing that I'll also have you do is I'll have you pull up your Instagram feed and I'd like you to look at the, and take as much time as you need, honestly, the last, I want to say like six posts and see if you talked about any of those things anywhere on there as well.
1: Okay, not that one. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> On to the next one. Dun, dun, dun. Kind of, but not really. This one I was just complimenting, like, it was fun to witness these people and just create for fun. Yeah. This one says, I love the quiet time with just us during the wedding day, um, taking a to just be with each other. But again, not really. This one is talking about the pros of sunrise sunrise sessions, but it's very brief. Like a lot of, this is a question I have, a lot yeah. of what I share in like captions and things that I post, I'm very laid back. And like the way that I speak is very like conversational. Do you think
0: that's a problem? No, if anything, I think you could probably afford to be more conversational. I love the look on your face. We're like, really? In the best way <laughs> possible. I am... Um, Basically, and feel free to just. We've completed both of those exercises. It sounds like this is something you've already thought about, but have maybe been unsure about, like, how to implement what to do. Yeah. Yeah, like, I the one thing I've done
1: intentionally with Instagram recently within the last few months, I would say this one is sweet. So, maybe in the last six, there's one where I like really talked a little bit about
0: my feelings. Was that the black and white one where your faces were close together? No, though. that That one was a good one too thank you thank you this
1: one is a one six up from that and I just talked about how like no matter the kind of work that I'm doing it's really like meaningful every kind of session has its own deep meaning yeah Um, so that one I would say is kind of in line with what I shared what I have been doing I used to just like upload a picture or two and not really worry about the way that they were presented Mm -hmm. so I've worked hard to make sure that the when you see them they're prettier like you'll see a grouping of photos instead and like I've been building blogs to go with those posts so they go together and they're cute (laughs) we're doing something we're doing Um, it yes but when it comes to captions sometimes I'm just like what do I say besides like that it really was joyous to be with these people Mm -hmm. you know but that's not really communicating Something I've noticed is is sometimes I find myself realizing, like, I expect these people to know so much about me when I'm not sharing it.
0: If you're the business owner right now that is struggling to have the accountability, to have the structure, it just feels like you're throwing spaghetti at a wall. And I want to walk you through my foundations program because there are so many of us that aren't getting the leads that we want, that aren't seeing the money that we want, completely maxed out on our time, burning ourselves out when there is a better way foundations is my program that allows you to be able to get the direct support help and feedback from me personally in a group setting where we can help you push the needle forward generate that income consistency and allow you that structure to feel confident knowing how to show up in your business each and every day for those of you who want more information go ahead and click the show notes below and without further ado back to the episode that is also very astute yeah you're you're very aware. And you're very like, it, it seems like none of this stuff is new to you, but yet the idea of the how has been crippling because you have yes. that like English background and it's yes. just like, so, so would you say that your writing style, when you, when you're trying to write for yourself, you said it's conversational. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's a true reflection of how we talk or do you try and have a veneer of like, you know, poeticness that you want it to follow?
1: I think. I think because I am somebody who loves reading and art and writing, and I always have, I think that my, like, the way that I do write is a little more romanticized, and the way that I do think of things is a little more romanticized, so I would say that when I write, it's a little bit more elevated and poetic than I normally would speak, but Mm -hmm. not, like, super different. Like, I would, I think that my writing has a pretty similar voice to how I talk. Mm -hmm. Even when it's like personal, like creative writing outside mm. of business, it's pretty similar.
0: Okay. So you're really trying and like keep it in, into the both category. Okay. Solid. It's just
1: what naturally comes out. I, I I try not to be stringent around my art. Like I try not to adhere to rules or put myself in boxes. It's just like naturally that's what comes forth. I would yeah. be willing to go outside, you know, and step outside.
0: You're so so you're so sweet i I feel like you strike me as the type of person that's definitely willing to take risks and work with things and try and figure out what works for you so when when you're sitting there actually typing the captions, the biggest problem for you has been, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, it has been knowing what to say and also having it be something that falls in line with kind of your core values. Yes, okay. So now we kind of get into the nitty gritty of everything. And I want to say that all the feedback that I'm giving is taking in mind everything, right? Like I I never want you to feel like based on one thing you tell me, well, this is the answer. Because I feel like that leaves a lot of room for... Like if I didn't hear everything, I would probably be misinformed on certain key aspects. And I always try and be very aware that any feedback I give really has to factor into the big picture of everything. So based on everything that you're saying, you're very aware, you're very clued in for everyone that's listening that might not understand or might not be on our level. When you don't know what to say on your stories or when you're not in full alignment with the homepage specifically, the homepage copy on your website, you run the risk of commoditizing your business to where you find that those people that do reach out are like, well, I don't know. I would say both in what you said earlier with the aspect of you know, maybe they're not willing to commit because they aren't sure if they afford it. I challenge that notion slightly because you put your starting price on there. It seems like they don't know you very well. And so it's like, they, they committed to a certain point because they agreed upon the base rate. And if they weren't able to afford the base rate, they wouldn't have reached out to you in the first place, unless they're just silly and didn't read anything at all. (laughs) Um, And, and so, you know, at this point with every, you know, if you're a photographer listening to this, if you're a photographer and everyone is saying, you know, I love, love, like, these are my core interests. And, you know, I can't wait to tell your story kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it will run into that. And so it sounds like you've already kind of like been ahead of the curve in realizing this is something that I need to fix, but I don't know how to do that. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to read back some of the things that you told me that I think would be incredible candidates. And okay. you can start with how you said it. And I tried to write it down vernacular. And if you, I, I would highly recommend even you when the episode comes up, re-listening to that part yeah. and listen to yourself just rant about it. Because even <laughs> if you literally did nothing else but just to type, type, type or, or transcribe it or something I can always send you the transcription but if you did nothing else but copy and paste that into your home page I would be like bless and I and put that into your captions um, okay so I'm gonna reread to you some of the things that you said and this is kind of why it's just so nice to have someone that's a strategist where it's just like you said all those things but you didn't recognize that those were the things that you needed to say and sometimes it's like, Hearing a soundboard. Exactly what I mean. So one of the things that you said was it's all about the experience. Yay. And so I feel like that was pretty like pretty much a good start about what you said, which you can lead into. I want you to love your images. Oh, yes. Um, I make sure that I make space for people for feeling. Oh. Um. Having your photo taken is a gift. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the little responses that you're giving to yourself because you should know that you're like, like oh, this is genius stuff. It's not. It's not anything. It, you're almost like giving me credit for like your words. I'm like, holy, you said all this. If, if you're work. beautiful. <laughs> you're <to> a girl. <laughs> um, wow, great it's, idea, Ellie. It's it's your. It's, it's a perfect, perfect idea. idea. Let's see, giving you permission to feel seen. Yes. See? <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Many people are afraid to be seen. And that's why they don't like having their photo taken. If you're in a space where you are comfortable, then everything that you generate as a byproduct of that is authentic. Yes. So, really honing down on that aspect of if you are comfortable, authentic. everything is authentic. Yep. So, That's a huge one because there's a lot of photographers out there that'll be like, you know, don't worry. I'm going to help you feel comfortable. But like, yeah. And, and like, yes, people want to feel comfortable, but why is their comfort important? Why, why don't you just say, listen, I'll like literally pose you and you'll look amazing and you really calm down on it. It's the authenticity factor and everyone wants the photos to feel authentic to them. Yes. My number one priority is their comfort. Again, if I saw that, and it was literally written out as that. I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Let's ride. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I give posing cues, action, and direction. I'm very hands-on. During our session, I show you the images I take so you can see and you can, wow, my handwriting sucks.
1: Look at, look at like mine being, I'm scribbling right now. We're twinning.
0: So (laughs) all good. <laughs> Mine's just like, perfect. Right, what you've kind of essentially done here is you've, you've articulated an entire experience, who, what, where, when, why, and how mm. in like five sentences when you were explaining it to me, which is a level of transparency that gives people that I have literally no questions. I love your work. I know exactly what to expect fucking yeah. go. Yes. Um, And, and the thing that I applaud you for is that you were able to articulate it in such a way where you were really able to frame out the entirety of the problem. And I think that when, when you're an artist and when you, and this is not necessarily for you, this is just for everyone. When you're an artist and you're so immersed in your work and you're so immersed in creating, there's that detachment naturally from like the, the genuine benefits of, all the other things mm-hmm. that you've spent time crafting and everything that I've gotten from you is, Hey, I've crafted an experience that allows you to be seen. And that's why my photos look good. Because if I looked yeah. at your photos, I'd be like, well, fuck. Yeah. That looks really, really, really good. But like, I don't believe that I will look that good unless no. I know how to perform. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So, I think a lot too. This is total sidebar.
0: So oh, let's do it.
1: Stuff. I think a lot of times about like. Photographers that I admire that have gorgeous, gorgeous work, but their entire feed or their entire Instagram is content shoots. You're working with models. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so different work. Like, with French Press, with our boudoir business, my friend Jessa, who's also a photographer, has been modeling since she was young. Photographing her, I've done it my whole life, and she's always, we just work very well together. I could photograph her all day, it's very easy. But it's not fair of me to say, I can put you in the same place as Jessa and we're going to create the exact same thing. She is way more comfortable in front of my camera. So it's like, when you you show people art and it's just, oh, I created this image. I fabricated this, this couple's experience, their mannerisms, whatever. Yes, it's beautiful. Yes, it's still art. I still love those images. But I, I find that there's a big difference between, you know, people want candid work, but you just want me to pose you in ways to get candid photos versus you want somebody to work with you that's going to get to a point where you can be whatever you are together. Not every couple's going to snuggle. Right. Not every couple's going to be kissy and lovey. Like some people are very serious and quiet and soft. Some people are really goofy and loud. Some people are massively playful. Like if I'm coming and trying to orchestrate photos for you, it's not the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to like make you look like a Pinterest board. Like I want to know what you, what you two are like when you're in love and what feels best and truest to you. And then that do that. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. So I think it's important to have real people. So you can say, no, these are people just like you with no experience, just like you, you know? Right.
0: And not every photographer that is in your area feels that way, right? Like some of them will be like, I shouldn't touch anything and there shouldn't be any direction. Mm-hmm. And so like within your area, have you noticed that there are people that operate very differently in terms of like how they approach with their clients? I, I think so. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think in, in St. Louis, there's a lot of, you know, the archetype presets. Yeah. So we have a huge group of really amazing photographers who all their kind of work looks like that. And they're they're very good at like timeless like posing that's just like elegant and pretty. Like very simple and just like gorgeous timeless work. Then we have like a bunch of photographers who are incredibly hands-off. Like they're not they're not doing anything really. And they're shooting a lot of film and a lot of like hybrid weddings. So they're using a lot of different mediums. So we have a lot of like one or the other. I think there maybe are a couple people that I would say like I could compare myself to in our styles. But even with that being said, I don't know if like our whys are the same. Like what is interesting to me and what I enjoy a lot is on the new website, there's a portion for people to share like what it is that you liked about my work. And it's so funny because even people I don't know, most people are responding and saying like, your images are so romantic. Like there's so much romance and they're so different. Like people see my work and find it different. But then I'll compare myself to local artists and be like, wow, I'm sucking. So it's just like pointless, I guess.
0: (laughs) It's so interesting. And to kind of like, and I, I love everything that you brought to the table. Like, obviously it's very clear that you're very like aware of like, your area and what people are you know experiencing like as photographers where it's just like their approaches and stuff and it's it's wildly fascinating to me how for us it's clear as day Mm -hmm. differences in style and differences in this but with what you said with like hey a lot of people are shooting with the same type of preset and a lot of people are editing the same way the blindness that our customer has even on an artistic level is warrants that like just absurd level of transparency because it's just like for us it's just like well if they don't understand that like my editing is edited with an exposure that's like six points less than the others why don't they see that we don't feel seen and we don't Mm -hmm. feel appreciated when it's just like But like, how do we expect these people that have never had their photo taken before that just now suddenly got to a place where like, oh, now I'm suddenly in the, you know, in the market for a once in a lifetime type of like, shoot. Yeah, we, we kind of project our like our, not you necessarily, but like, I'd say as an industry, many of us project our like desire to be seen and be understood purely on an artistic level that we don't understand that we already are accepted pure, uh, by them purely on the basis of them considering us in the first place. Yeah. And and what's what's on the table isn't, it isn't that we're not being seen. It's that they need to understand clearly how working with us is going to allow them to have that outcome for themselves and yeah. really allow them to do that. So I love everything that you said, because it really just like reinforced that idea and also drove home for me that like, you already know your differentiator it's just a matter of putting it there and getting yeah. it there in a way that feels like you and so you you know your why and you you illustrated it and now it's just a matter of getting it on there so so for you you said you know from a creative writing standpoint you know you you speak somewhat conversationally but like writing it is hard what is, what what goes through your head when you're writing and why is it a difficult process for you
1: When I'm going through it, I feel like it's hard to concisely say all that I want to say. When it feels so vast, like when we were speaking just now, it it came out pretty organically. But when I just try to convey it, I'm like, I don't know how to make you understand how much I care about all of it, like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I'll get stuck on, well, how do I say it all, and then what do I say, and then am I saying it in a way that's interesting? Am I saying it in a way that's not like boring to the reader or am I saying it in a way that's cliche, that's going to make them roll their eyes and jump off my page instantly, which I guess that person's not right for me, but you know, you just want to present it in a way that people are receiving it as truly as you intended it to be received. Right. Struggle with that. And I think, I think part of it is because I do care and feel so, so deeply if you see that and you see that I'm like offering literally this is the most intimate thing in the world for me to give you my own art like if you right. don't want that that's a hard rejection. <laughs> so it's just like that same vulnerability I'm asking for people I'm refusing to give them. <laughs> but I'm going to now. I'm going to write I it don't on think
0: you, I don't think you're refusing. I think it's just like maybe a little bit of like p- paralysis yeah. in getting it out there. Like why would they care? they're here for themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. they're here for
1: themselves. Yeah. I, but it is a relationship. So I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to share.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about something that you said that was super interesting and I don't disagree with you, but I want to understand it from your point of view. You said they're in it for themselves. Tell me about your understanding around that. So I feel like I've heard other like people in the industry
1: that do education say like, when people are coming to your page, they don't give a crap about what you care about, who you are, what they're worried about is like, how are you going to give them exactly what they're looking for? How are you going to show? Like, I don't want to drop names. I will tell you after this. Drop um, the names. I, 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 I just, will. <laughs> I did one train. I will. I will. Um, <laughs> I did one training and it was just like a lot of that. Like the person was literally saying, you know, I've had inquiries where people asked me for specific weddings and what I told them was, yeah, I can do that. I can absolutely do that. I'm perfect for that. Even if I've never done that, even if I've never tried it before, like it was no transparency, hundred percent selling. And to me, it's like, yeah. And they're a very successful educator, so whatever. But I just, to me, authenticity is so important, not just in my art, but in me. Like, I'm not going to tell somebody that I've done something I haven't done, or I'm not going, I don't want to, I don't want to waste somebody's time. It's, it all ties back to that worthiness. Like, I don't want to waste your time and you not think like, I don't want to present myself and say like, this is who I am. This is what I create. And you reject that. And then me feel like it attacks my worth. So yeah, it's just like vulnerable to be seen. All the themes in my yeah. life, are the exact reasons I create for people because I'm just like, if I were saying this to somebody else, or like, I would if somebody were saying this to me, I guess I would be like, of course, share who you are, and like, of course, it's worthy of being said. But when it comes to my own self, I'm like, yeah, but would they think that's stupid, or would they think that caption's cheesy, or oh my gosh, you know, like all no. of it, where it's like, it's a waste of my energy and my time. But it lives there, you know, like it's part of it. Like it's part of the being your own. You are the brand when you're the photographer. In a lot of ways, I'm selling like the thing I cherish most, which is my art. And it comes from the most vulnerable part of of me. So there's no part of it that doesn't feel tender,
0: you know? I love talking to you. You are just the most open-hearted human by the way, I will gladly do a live debate cage match with that educator and I'm almost positive I know who this is but I'm not going to I'm literally, not literally as an authentic right. insane person, I could never just like show up
1: and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Like it it felt like it felt like kind of what you were saying that is not effective. An overhaul for your business that is not for your business. It's a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. It's watching what your competitors do. It's watching what other people do and then thinking that's going to work. But I don't want yeah. my business to look like everybody else's, and most people don't. So it's like, but yeah, I would love to see you in a cage fight. I would throw money. Is this a cage fight or a strip club? When well, Literally, it. when you spit the blood out from a punch, <laughs> I would be the one who like puts water in your mouth and wipes it off, rubs your I shoulders, should- get back in there.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. First off, like, I have to say, like, as someone who, who has heard your experience and heard how this can kind of just like permeate into existing paradigms and like belief systems that you've been trying to navigate out of, I find that way of thinking, I understand the thinking behind it, but the way that it was brought and the, the, the reasoning behind it, I think is not only problematic, but incredibly unfair, because is there something to be said for people being, you know, innately selfish? What, is, what's in it for me? Yes. But if everyone's saying that exact same thing, then they are no clearer as to what they're getting themselves into. I mean, they could be the type of person that wants all of the coaching and all of the like insight and all of the confidence and all the stuff. But if you're saying, yeah, I can totally do that to like literally everything. And you're like quiet as a mouse. Well, that they're not going to be happy with. And yeah. everyone benefits when you just say what you are. And no one's asking. I I think I understand to a degree what he's trying to say, where it's just like, if you're on your homepage and you're like, you know, I love coffee and I want to travel to Belgium and I want to, you know, be a destination for Harvard, Like I get, I get where he's coming from to a degree. But there's yeah. an aspect of differentiation that gets lost when everyone says that same thing. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate you sharing that, and I apologize for how that has impacted you, because that I think that that's forced you to kind of shelve a lot of these things and you yeah. afraid of that. It just
1: felt like I mean, they, of course, there's lots of good information. There's good and bad, and it's going to work for some people. So I'm not dogging right. him entirely at all. It's just like I I think I. Th- I don't think there's a one size fits all approach to things. And that's my mistake for, you know, buying into something that seemed that way, but we all have different motivators. And I think the, I agree with you completely. So it's funny that it's, it pushes me into paralysis because as far as I'm concerned, like they, they they're the right match photographer client everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. you can find the right person for you. You can. And like, I I want the clients who I was speaking to. I I told you I was yeah. doing photography for that author that is presenting their book. So we were speaking, and they do something they call brain orgies, which is where they talk to people <laughs> about their business and they try to I like. It. It's so funny, and they're so freaking talented. I'll send you their profile too. Yeah, please do. But they'll just like chat with people and say like, "Well, have you considered these offerings, or whatever the case may be?" When I was speaking to them about like those projects. I personally think that everybody has something to offer. And Caitlin was asking like, who's your perfect client? Like, who are you trying to reach? And the reality is that it's not a specific demographic. It's people who see my work and connect with it and connect with what I'm offering. It's not like X, Y demographic. It's not like people who make this much money or even it's not even luxury weddings. It's not even destination weddings. It's people who see my work and see value in it and respect me and want me to like, want me in their moments to capture that. Like, that's it. It's that simple. But then it makes it hard to like find them, you know? So I feel like what you're sharing and what I'm understanding is like, the more you show up as yourself, the more
0: those people can find you because they'll know more about you, even without you having to seek them out. Exactly. And I, I love the way that you, you phrase that like infinity times better than I would have. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) It's clear your English background is showing because I'm like, damn, I'm going to steal the way you phrase that. But, you know, to a certain degree, and I got feedback from another audit that I had the other day where she where there was an individual that came to me and said, you know, there there's a lot of pain associated around being and existing in this space as myself. And, you know, in this online culture, being aware and navigating of like what's okay. And what should be kept private, and having those boundaries set. Like it, it goes without saying that, like, by me telling you to show up as yourself, I never want you to think that the primary message is I have to share everything and that boundaries have to be evaded. I think it really just comes down to boiling down. You know, you've been in this business for seven years. You've been taking all of the time to really like absorb and think about why you want to approach things. I mean, you could have had the option to be a door mouse and not say anything and not that there's anything wrong with that approach, but you made a conscious decision to operate your business differently. And why is that? And it's you showing up as yourself is merely just saying, you know, I understand that there's a lot of ways as a photographer that I could approach the shots that I do. And for the sake of transparency, you might be worried about how, how is me being someone who never gets their photo taken look like that? Yeah. Is it an accident? Is, do I have to be beautiful? Like, do I have to get my makeup? Like, like, how does that happen? And so what I love so much about you is you, you have a clear point of view and it's a matter of just putting it out there. And I understand that like, from your perspective, it might be something where you're like, well, you know, do I honor the poetic side of myself and present this in a way that comes across eloquently and comes across um, very much honoring that perspective and that background for me. And I would almost just say that, you know, if you're trying to figure out the best way to frame your messaging, the best place to start, both on your captions and on your homepage, is to do what I like to call the Who, What, Where, When, Why, and How framework, which is on your homepage. And I'm specifically talking about the homepage because I have a really core fundamental value that there's eight seconds for someone to decide whether they want to click. And if they're not getting the information they need to make the purchase decision, then they're going to be like, well, I'm out. Um, and yeah. for you and your website, um, you have done such a good job putting all of your transparent information on the information page, but there's mm-hmm. nothing for people to opt into to earlier. So what I'd liked for you to do in a way that gets more of those hell yes clients and less of those like, well, I'm a little nervous like maybe I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want I want them by the time they get to the very bottom of the homepage. They're just like, "Yes," and every page that I go to after this is just icing on the cake. And okay. I think you're going to find that you will love what that does for you. I know. Let's I'm go. like, "Let's go." You know when Let's you get like go. excited sweats? I'm like mm, <laughs> I'm about to run somewhere. I'm going right we can excited sweat together, you know, get, get the armpit up. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to literally write, and you don't have to do this right now, but just at some point when you're able to write who, what, where, when, why, and how. And then go on your home page and say, basically jot down the answers to that, given all of these points that you've shared with me today. Okay. So ideally, you know, when you're thinking about the who you know, who are the people that I'm trying to attract? Well, they're the people who are afraid of being seen. They're the Mm -hmm. people that need permission to be seen. And they're the people that, you know, really want to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and authentic in their photos. Boom. Done. Done. What, what are we doing? You know, we're, we're not just doing photo sessions here. We're cultivating space for you to feel Mm -hmm. like your most authentic self. And I do that by, you know, giving you cues, giving you actions, giving you verbal affirmations. I'm very hands-on. Um, you'll never have to wonder what to do with your hands and what where. Wherever's like most
1: comfortable to them. The
0: where depends on the people. So 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 where may you could approach the where from a few different angles. You could do it from that angle. You know, you could also approach it from the, and that's kind of the beauty about the who, what, where, and why, and how there's not necessarily one question that comes from it. You could address multiple different things and still have it be impactful. You know, where is the best place that I've found to apply direction versus being hands off? You've also okay. met that you, like you, um, you don't, you didn't use this word specifically, but what I gathered from you was that you understand during like the rapid pace of wedding days, Mm -hmm. you understand where it's important to be hands-on and where it's important to be hands-off so that people get candid photos. So Mm -hmm. that's one angle. I mean, again, no right way or wrong. So whenever you ask yourself who, what, where, when, and why, and how, there kind of almost becomes like a kind of a, like almost subliminal question that pops up in your head and Mm -hmm. you're able to kind of like directly make a response to that. And, uh, where, when, um, gosh, there's so many different ways we can approach the when, I mean, I guess the, when could also go with that what, that I just said, you know, when, when am I going to be the most hands-on with you? When am mm-hmm. I not? What I can do is I can list out like a bunch of questions for you mm-hmm. that you can make sure to kind of cross-check with it. And okay. I think, I think what that will do is on a very fundamental core level is, at the very least, even if it's not perfectly written, you will have the core values all completely lined out, so mm-hmm. that way, people aren't just viewing you as a commodity based on your work. they're understanding what you're about, yeah, and when they get to that price, they're gonna be like, "Oh, would I pay forty eight hundred dollars for eight hours for someone that's gonna walk me through everything?" Ah, uh, yeah, like yeah,. 5%. But I wouldn't have before necessarily, not saying me personally, but like if they didn't know that information, that might have been a bigger ask for them. And so we're just making it easier for the yes.
1: We're putting the value on the front page.
0: Yeah. Uh You can even see the price before you know that I'm the best. Okay.
1: Exactly.
0: Nice. Okay. Really nice. Exactly. And I'll take your photo. Do you have any questions so far based on what we talked about?
1: No, this has been so like informative and digestible. Like you're making it feel easy. Oh,
0: you're so nice. Well, you're going to help it easy. You wrote it all, you basically gave me everything to write out and said to you. So it's perfect. As far as I'm
1: concerned, I would have never known if it weren't for you. So it's yours now. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're so sweet. Well, You know, I want to, so since we talked about the homepage, I want to just briefly dive a little bit into a little bit more of like an Instagram caption strategy. Cause even though you said, I would like to steer away from being so reliant on Instagram. I do think that's a bigger topic, but I think for right now, the thing that's super funny to me is everyone in the industry is like, no one reads captions, no one reads captions, but guess who's reading the captions, the people that are undecided on you. And right now, I will say that I'm not going to knock what you've currently done because I do feel like there's strategy in what you've currently done, which is you've tried to make it about the couple and Mm -hmm. make it about them and what you, what you valued in the session. And I think that there's merit in that. So I would like to see that done, but in a different way where you are, instead of just talking about, you appreciate the quiet moments. And, you know, the value of having like sunset versus like not sunset, like mm-hmm. if you're going to share anything about the client, which you're super inclined to do as much mm-hmm. as you want, I want it to be about their story and what you appreciated about them instead of just like having it be like, you know, kind of like a, like a, like a teaser. Like, yeah. if like I had a couple where like they, they found each other through AA and like for them, it's just like any anyone that like looked on me wouldn't have known but like everyone instantly falls in love with that story so yeah. i'm sure a lot of your subjects are mm-hmm. have very interesting stories and very interesting sexes but if they don't then you can dive into who what where when why and how framework and apply so that to your page tactic just that yep. same information okay and you can make it more digestible. You can make it a sentence. You can make it two. You can make it long. You can make it short. A little bit of everything. I will say, I also really loved the recent post that you did. The one that I said was like the black and white. And it was like, it was longer. And I was like, that is the most of her I've ever seen. And I literally love that. Okay, I'm going to, it was the one where the couple was like about to smooch. Yep. This one. Yeah, I I love, I love the smooch. Okay, I perfect. love the word You're right. That That
1: is like more about me than most of the things.
0: Okay. Do you feel any nerves or any hesitations with sharing that part of yourself? Or do you feel like what we've talked about is enough of yourself without being heavy-handed? Yeah. I I I don't necessarily feel hesitant to share about
1: myself. It's just that that thought in my mind of like who wants to read this, but to combat that, it's like this is my business page they're here to read it. Yeah. So like, I I think it's just, it's, it's that step, you know, past thinking about things and just doing them. But this, I feel like you've given me such more clear, like clarity on what I would write and say, or clarity about what people would care about. So it's like,
0: yeah.
1: I'm able to present the work. And the caption is almost like an opportunity to teach you about me. Like, get you thinking about working with me and even planting the seed, I think is
0: good. Cause when you do get married, you'll think of me. If I wasn't already married, I'd be thinking. Ha. 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 Got it. <laughs> Whenever you renew your
1: vows, all I'm saying is I'll fight whoever you hire. If it's not me, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We've been planning it
0: out forever, but you know, I think it's really interesting what you brought up because what you were navigating before was this black and white idea of like, well, I just simply can't share my, I can't afford to share about myself without missing opportunity. And now it's it's kind of a little bit more of like a, I understand what he was getting at with too many people talking about their interests and not about what they stand for. And Gosh. I, so I, I won't say, you know, any any harsh words necessarily, but I, I will say that like, if you're the type of person And this is going to come off very agitational. If you're the type of person that doesn't stand for anything or uh, that doesn't stand for something, then you don't stand for anything. And I find that in a space where there's a sea of a million people like you, you do have to stand for something. And even if it's not like this, like harsh moral stance, you're, you are in a way making a, a light stance on saying, you know, I'm choosing not to just show up and do nothing. I'm choosing to approach it this way and mm-hmm. when you are clear about what that looks like then they're like i know exactly what i'm getting and that money mm-hmm. suddenly seems more worth it and there are people that want something different right like some mm-hmm. customers some customers the idea of having a cheerleader just is repulsing to them and they can find their perfect photographer yeah. <laughs> that's fine you don't need them but i love that you i love your approach on the ideal client too because i completely agree the idea that like not only are my ideal clients the people that like see my work and love my work but like un- like genuinely appreciate the ex- like what I'm trying to cultivate here yes. and love that so yes. love the okay. hell out of your the way you think and how you approach yes. everything and I I'm so grateful that you let me talk to you today and is there any other things about caption writing about messaging about anything that you're like hey I'd love to know a little bit more about this I don't think so I feel like I feel like I've just
1: taken in so much goodness that I have to like play with it first. Like, okay. You've just given me a wave of genius.
0: You're genius. You, you
1: gave me the info. Well, Genuinely, you're so good at what you do. I mean, I knew, I knew that you were going to be outstanding just because I've been following you for ages. I've been following you since India Earl's first month of close friends. Oh dude, that's a while. Yeah. Your page was new when I found you.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you, India Earl, for connecting yeah, us. Shout out to India
1: Earl for connecting
0: us. So us really like this is friends. so cool. Yeah, a new friendship. Well, yeah, I, I wanna make sure that everyone who has come to love and adore you the way I have has the opportunity to see you and like follow you and everything like that. So where can people find you if they want to know more? Thank you. That'd be so cute if they did.
1: Um, so my Instagram is m e b i E-M-M-Y-B-E. Um, I'm also on French Press Boudoir on Instagram. And yeah, I have a TikTok, but I'm hardly on there. But if somebody wants to send me like a really funny video, I'd love that. And that's just photog <laughs> as well. So please, like that would be prime for me. Um, but yeah.
0: Beautiful. Well, thank, thank you, you
1: so much so for being here. here. Yeah, thank you, the best.